What's up, Braves Nation? This is the Ethos Braves Podcast. I'm your host, Don McKay, and I got a full crew. It's that lovely voice from Western Kentucky, and that New Jersey voice you get to hear, get used to hearing. It's Jeremy Rowan, Kyle Clark. Guys, how's it going? It's good, guys. How's everybody? Good morning. Well, the Bra- the, the Padres tried to put out the Braves fire, but it didn't really work because they're still hot. Yeah, they, you know, honestly, um, uh, you know, I feel about Wednesday afternoon games, but, uh, you know, you take that Wednesday game out, you know, they've been playing really well, but, you know, even Wednesday they played, they just couldn't score runs. Uh, mm. I, I thought pitching has been great. So, uh, you know, overall, uh, nothing wrong with that, at least playing the Padres, what could be potentially, uh, you know, a playoff team down the road. So, uh, you know, a good two out of three, better than what we had before. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I saw out of relievers that have a have ten appearances, the Braves are leading um, the category with no. Uh, there's two people that have allowed no runs, and that they're on the Braves. So we had Jesse Chavez would be the first, mm-hmm. and. I'm trying to think who would be the second. Would it be Dylan Lee? You're correct. Wow. Okay. There it is. Yeah, he's been really good. They um you never like to that's that's not a stat that I think that you want to brag about because that means your pitchers your starters aren't going as deep as you'd like, right? But it just shows how deep our bullpen is though. It's just impressive the bullpen is that I know that doesn't look good on the starters, maybe, but I was thinking, you know, it looks good on the bullpen, how steady they've been. Well, you know, the starters, uh, if you could, uh, um, you know, again, I, I think what this series, the past series, they were six innings. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, that, that was better. Uh, if you could get them one more, uh, that would be even better. But uh, that had been, what, five, uh, yeah. now six. And uh, now you're looking at, uh, you know, a seventh, eighth, and ninth. So, you know, hopefully you can get them up to, to seven. But, uh, you know, bullpen has been really good. And Dylan Lee, I, I think we talked about him week or so ago what impressive he has been uh his last two years and um you know he's a guy that just goes out there and you know you need an inning you got it you need two innings you might get it two two innings as well so he just keeps uh you know just getting out there and Chavez you know how we talked about Chavez Chavez doesn't need a pitch clock that's for sure uh never did he just goes out and he just goes out and pitches you know the um the ageless wonder I guess is what you could call him so uh, you know, he's he he just goes out and, and throws. I, I like those two guys, but now that we've talked about them, probably they'll fall apart or something, you know. So, uh, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're talking about the bullpen, um, and how they've you know they've come alive. And the starters, Jeremy, we, we were talking about the starters, you know, they're going five and then six. I think with you know, the deeper in the season they go, they'll go, the more the starters will be able to get get innings. I think, you know, they're coming against spring training and they're just getting the inning limit uh, raised and stuff like that. Yeah, beginning of the year, you're probably going to see them five, you know, something like that, just because uh, getting used to everything. But, yeah, you know, you're going to start to see them stretch it out uh, even more. And even last, this past series, you know, they stretched it out a little bit more. So, you know, your hope is that they can because you don't want to burn the bullpen out. Uh, you know, you'd like to at least have the bullpen – uh, down the stretch, 
uh, and and you know be able to and 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 the bullpen just kind of almost getting together. You know, Iglesias uh, not there yet, and uh, hopefully uh, he'll be there uh, pretty quickly. So I mean, you got some good options. Uh, certainly, I heard uh, he's going off a mound. He's, yeah, I've heard he's yeah. he's almost there. He's throwing off a mound right now. Yeah, he's very yeah. close, very close. And same with Colin. He uh, he just made his um, one of his first rehab appearances in I don't I think it was single A, double A. I forget where it was exactly, but high uh, A. It was at, it was at Rome. Yeah, so high A uh, shutout outing. So I expect that he'll be back pretty soon as well. Well, and also Soroka it looks like he's on the fast track too mm. to get it back, and Ooh. he's having a uh, you know a good uh, rehab. So uh, you know it's going to make it an interesting uh, dilemma as far as. What are you gonna do when he comes back, too? So, I think I think what they might do is uh, they're not gonna rush him back, right? I think he got um, stretched out. He was like in the nineties, six innings, no runs. Uh, his last yeah. uh, his last rehab outing. I yeah. could see them going to a six man rotation if they if they think he's ready. I think they'll try to limit everyone's innings early, like Strider, Kyle Wright, yeah. right, both of them. Yeah. I think that yeah. I think that we could see that because th- there's no point. Well, we're gonna see how Bryce Elder does tonight against Houston at home, but there's no point to you know overexert these these young pitchers. I like the six uh, man rotation, especially when you mm-hmm. have the depth to do yeah. it. Yeah, well, and Kyle too. You know, you got um, uh, Rice just coming off of uh, a little bit of an arm issue. Uh, you know, Max is just coming off of a, of a hamstring, which both of those can uh, can be very nagging. And Spencer Strider. Uh, doesn't even have a year under his belt as being a starter. That's so, a great point. Uh, you know, you got the old guy in Charlie Morton who, um, who I thought pitched well on, on Wednesday. Um, but uh, you know, you so uh, you, you got guys that are uh, you know a little banged up, uh, and you could afford to give them an extra day. So hey, why not? And and again, uh, there's no problem going with the six man rotation. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you do. Uh, you may have to carry one less, uh, you know, utility guy, but I think they got enough guys that can play in many different places that uh, I think they'll be okay uh, going to a six-man rotation. Yeah, certainly. Look, look, I mean, look at this. Vaughn Grissom can play third, second, and short if he needs to. Um, yeah. Ozzie, or not Ozzie, but uh, Riley can play third and third, first, I believe. And he, he's played some outside, correct? Well, and Adrianza can play there too, you know. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you got guys that can uh, – utility guys. And, you know, hopefully Harris will be back soon too. So, uh, you know, it, it's just getting better, uh, better and better. And, and uh, you know, if you go to a six-man rotation, uh, you know, uh, maybe uh, you can help the bullpen out a little bit and not tax mm-hmm. them as much as, as what you had. So, uh, you know – First time for everything, and, uh, you know, if you can get your starters to where uh, they're a lot stronger uh, down the stretch, uh, that's, you know, that's that's a good thing. Definitely true. Uh, as of right now, the Braves have the second-best record in MLB behind the, those pesky Rays who have the uh, budget of um, a high-expensive company. Well, 13-0, and 0, that helps. Uh, yes, it you know, is. One of only now one of only three teams to go thirteen and zero, including the Braves. Uh, they were, you know, the eighty-two Braves were thirteen and zero. So okay, I sent you guys a video. Speaking of 80s, 80, was that in eighty-two or is that eighty-four? 
the, the, the fight with the Padres? No, it was 84. That was 84? Okay. Yeah. Alan did Wiggins you, started did... Alan Wiggins started that fight. That was a Sunday afternoon game, if I remember. Uh, yeah, that was great. It was um, it was um, fight galore. I watched that game, by the way. That's how old I am. I watched that <laughs> game. So, yeah. um, my dad sent me that on TikTok, and I was like, i got to share this with these guys and see what they think of this. Yeah. Yeah, 1984. Good Alan Alan Wiggins. It started the very first batter of the game was Alan Wiggins. That's Why were they going after Pasco Perez so much? What, what no, did he do? There, there were a lot of people that wanted to go after him. He was a little wild, but um, oh. yeah, he wasn't afraid to fight. Let's put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, he he couldn't find his way off the uh, 285 though, so you know. Yeah. No, he did get lost going. Yes, he did. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yep. Interesting story. Um, oh, yeah. Ronald's still hot. <laughs> um, Vaughn Grissom's looking good. Well, let's just say, most of the offense, excluding Wednesday, is looking good. Excluding Wednesday, you said. Yeah, I, wanted, I want to um, just shed light. If you guys recall my first podcast here, joining you guys, I mentioned the name. And we, we were one game in, I think, at the time, one or two games in. And I said, I like this kid. I think he's good. I think he got a raw deal in Colorado, and I think he's going he's gonna to explode. And that guy is Sam Hilliard, right? Mm-hmm. And the work yeah. that he has done filling in at center field for, for Money Mike, playing left field, you know, in the platoon, that guy is a player, right? He's, he's, mm-hmm. I think he, he, had, there was, he had like four straight hits or something out the other um, between the two. Yeah. He's stealing yeah. bases. He robbed Manny Machado of a home run. This guy is, is, is a gazelle out there. He's just a, a really good, hard-nosed baseball player. And I think, like, you need – if we're going to make a run to, to, and, and, and go all the way again, you need guys like this, like guys that are yeah. not afraid to do the dirty work, steal some bases, play some defense. I know that they're not the same position, but, like, like a, a jack-of-all-trades, like a, like a Martin Prado, right? Like th- those kind of yeah. grinders. And I think that – Mm-hmm. Hilliard, uh, he, but Hilliard has the pop too. When you saw him hit that bomb to right field uh, the other day, so I like him a lot. Yeah. I think that when uh, when Money Mike comes back, he's gonna. I think that he might take Eddie Rosario's job uh, as that like left hand uh, left fielder against the right handed pitchers. I told Kyle last week, or I think it was Kyle. Uh, I said, I said, I've said this before. I think the Falcons are going to try to recruit him off the Braves roster. <laughs> As a linebacker, he's huge. <laughs> um, it would help them out a lot. <laughs> but this yeah. is a Falcons podcast. Um, but I agree. Sam Hilliard has been impressive. Like, I knew a little bit about him when he came over from Colorado, but I didn't know he was this steady as a player. Yeah. Um, he's a. I think he'll be the guy. I think I, I think you're right, Kyle, and, and I think he'll be the guy that's going to fill in. Uh, I think he'll take Eddie Rosario's spot, no doubt about it. Yeah. Do you guys think Eli White has a spot, or is he going to be? Uh, okay. I think that uh, unfortunately for our friend Eli, I think he's going to be the the guy who gets the axe when uh when Mike comes back. I um I just yeah he. he 
unfortunately he hasn't hit like he could. He, I mean, he plays good defense, but I think that mm. unless they're going to do what I think everyone wants us to, wants them to do and take a page out of the Diamondbacks playbook and DFA Ozuna like they did with Bumgarner. Um, I, I was going to bring that up. Eli White's you did. Be, yeah, I think Eli White's going to be the, the odd man out. What do you think of that, Jeremy? Yeah. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah. Can you hear us? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Um, I'm like uh, Kyle with, like, connection issues. Yeah. I, I think Eli White's going to be the odd man out. Uh, I, I, you know, I would love to get rid of Ozuna anyway to begin with. And I'm not sure, you know, with Hilliard playing as well as he had, has, uh, I just don't think there's going to be a spot for uh, Eli White. And, um, you know, if we're going to talk about keeping an extra bullpen guy, then, uh, you know, uh, or an extra starting pitcher, we got to get rid of somebody anyway to begin with, and and obviously with White, yeah. with uh, you know with with um, Mike coming back, uh, it's 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 going to be uh, somebody's got to go, and and he's got to be the guy definitely. What do you think of uh, being uh, Madison Bumgarner? Um, interesting. Um, you know, with the way that starting pitching is today. Um, I, I would never have guessed that, but um, I, I think there's still a place for him, uh, and I think somebody will pick him up somewhere along the way. He's going to go to Houston, right? He's going to be one of those reclamation projects. He'll go to the Rays or the Astros, and then he'll he'll come out of it looking like roses uh, again. Wait, doesn't, that, doesn't that sound like a Braves thing, too, the reclamation project? You know, yes. We don't need him, but uh, Yeah, I don't right. want him, but yeah, 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 I think so, too. Yeah, but you're right, um, Houston – Houston, he'll be a reclamation. Houston, and he'll be signing with the Mets for you know thirty-five million dollars the next year. So, oh, yeah. I, would, I think there. I think we we would love that. Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of starting pitchers with issues, Max Scherzer suspended for sticky stuff. <laughs> yeah. He says he didn't do it, but he he dropped his appeal though. So. Uh, you know, giving a pitcher a 10-game suspension is not really anything. That's two games he misses. Yes. You know, uh, so not really much. If you're if you're early in the season, I'd, I'd take the two-game suspension. And, and uh, But, yeah, sticky stuff. What bothers me is is this. Uh, I, I think Scherzer, uh, Scherzer got very animated. I think that's probably one of the reasons – one of the reasons he got but, – but, but the Yankees have had this same problem, too. And I think it was Baldelli with the Rays got kicked out the other day because the uh, umpires had asked uh, the uh, Yankees pitcher to change or wash his hands, I believe mm-hmm. is what it was. Uh, mm-hmm. And he didn't do it. Uh, and so Baldelli got mad at that. So, you know, we, we got to figure out, uh, you know, why didn't they, why didn't Max Scherzer switch gloves? And why didn't the Yankees guy get kicked out too? He should have got thrown right. out, got a ten-game suspension for whatever, uh, whatever he had too. So uh, there, there needs to be some kind of uniformity there going on. Yes, I completely agree. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, we've had two games since we last recorded, and they were the Braves went one and one. Spencer Strider was on the mound for an eight-one victory on Tuesday. Um. It was two nothing. For two to nothing for the longest time, and then back to back three run homers. Um, I think Matt Olson had one, and Ozzy. Ozzy had the other. Yep, yep. Ozzy with that that high fastball hit it out. Um, 
things come at you fast with this offense, right? Uh, if you're looking yeah. at it through the perspective of the San Diego bullpen, like you said, 2-0 up until the eighth inning, and then bang, bang, uh, Olsen and, and Ozzy um, put, some, put some distance between us. 8-1 win. Strider looked great. You saw the pitch count get up there, 98, but he, he, uh, he kind of bared down after a, a rough, I think it was second inning. One hit, three walks, nine Ks. Ho-hum. I think he is uh, He's going to finish in the top two, I think, in the Cy Young. I think top two, three in the Cy Young voting. So um, that's my prediction for him going forward. But that was a yeah, fun win. That was a fun one. Yeah, he, he buckled down. He did struggle early. I was a little worried, um, uh, you know, that – that he was, uh, you know, not even going to make it out of the fourth inning, maybe. Um, you know, got him a run in the second. Uh, he came out, struggled a little bit, but then got him a run in the fourth. But, boy, he buckled down and ended up going, you know, to the six innings. And uh, but, uh, but, you know, but, wow, again, nine strikeouts. Uh, you, you're right. He's going to finish. He's going to finish in the tops in the strikeout department. But, um, but boy, oh, boy, I mean, you got a guy that can throw that hard. Uh, he it looked to me like he had him off balance all night uh, with with whatever he was throwing up there. So just a different San Diego offense than what we saw, you know, a, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, you know, now they get Fernando Tatis back as well, uh, which uh, you know this offense is already pretty good. But, but but I think the Braves pitchers all week had him off balance, uh, and they 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 just really struggled against him. Um, I thought it was going to be another two nothing game because I mean. The, the, yeah. the game before the break, Austin Riley had a two-run shot to, and that was it. So yeah, I thought, like yeah. I said, I thought it was going to be a two-nothing game, and then Ozzy hits the home run, and then I was like, I, um, uh, I'll just say this: I fell asleep after that. So <laughs> I mean, sorry guys. Uh, yeah, um, listen, it's coach, a late yeah. night, late late night. I'm gonna give it four thirty. Yeah, I got to the sixth inning. I know you guys would be in an hour more, so <laughs> I got to the sixth. That's about as far as I could get. So, yeah. uh, and then I had to go to bed myself. But pitch clock. Now, if that had been a pitch clock, um, you know, I'd probably only made it to the fourth or the third. Or <laughs> so yeah. probably. I I held it down for the podcast. I I took one for the team. I watched the entire game. <laughs> you were probably up on, uh, frustrated with the Devils, so. Yeah, we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep, that's great. But, you know, 8-1, um, you know, it, it, it was good to see, uh, you know, the, the, the two home runs. Uh, and, uh, again, good to see them playing well against the Padres, considering they didn't play very well the last time that they had played them. But, uh, you know, still, still on a roll, uh, and uh, I'll take it every time. Take the win. Like butter on a roll. Yep. Um. Moving on to Wednesday afternoon, which I think you like these and then you don't like these games because the Braves don't ever – well, okay. They – in the past, they don't play well in Braves games. They have day games. They have this year, though. But you can um, – you don't have to sit late for these games. Uh-oh. Well, yeah, I, I agree. I, I think the problem with uh, – I think the problem started in the first inning uh, on Wednesday's game. Uh, you know, Ronald oh, got yeah. on base, I believe, stole a base. Uh, and then uh, Riley hits one down to third. And for some reason, you know, I'm in, I'm in, um, trying, I'm coaching again. I'm telling my kids, if the ball's hit in front of you, you're on second base, and the guy at third feels it, don't run, you know. And that's <laughs> kind of the way it was. And Ronald gets picked off, and then uh, Riley sneaking off first as well gets picked. I think that's where it all started. 
Uh, you knew it was going to be that kind of a day, but they had runs. They had uh, they had chances to score runs all day, and a solo homer mm-hmm. by Juan Soto was what did them in. And to be honest with you, they should have won that game too. And Charlie Morton pitched a great game, six innings. Uh, you know, a, another good outing for him, and uh, it looked like he was uh, dancing all around with his with his pitches. And, and again, keeping them off balance, it was just a solo homer by Soto. Yeah. You go out and pitch one, uh, give up one one run. You expect to win, so that's yep, not on. Exactly. I don't think that's on. I don't think that's on Morton. I think that's on the offense. Yeah, yeah. Just like Jeremy said, uh, a bunch of opportunities. We we had the bases loaded a couple times. Couldn't get that key hit. I saw a statistic. Um, our offense has been world beaters. We know that. Still, even with that this loss, it's been a it's been a tremendous start to the season. But I think I saw with like the bases loaded this season, we're like at that like we're hitting like one fifty or like one sixty, um, which you know statistically there's going to be positive regression coming around sooner or later. So hopefully it's tonight we can get a big knock with the bases loaded. But yeah, a little bizarre to uh, to start the game like that. You know, I'm not going to get on Ronald too bad. Yeah, it was a boneheaded mistake, but you know with him his aggressiveness, you take the good place with the bad place. Yeah. So I'm not going to yeah. ding him for that. I, I don't want, I want him to be him, right? If he, if he yeah. saw something, Hey, listen, man, I'm going to ride with that guy uh, 10 out of 10 times. So. Hey, uh, look, yeah. I know, I know what he was doing. He was waiting for Machado to throw it. And then he was headed to third. Yep. Exactly. Uh, I mean, that's, that's been a play he's done. And, and then if Machado pays too much attention to, to Ronald and uh, you know, Austin Riley gets the first base, you know, and he turns a, he turns what should have been, uh, an easy out, he turns it into uh, first and second. So, right. I mean, I know what he was doing. And, and that's just typical Ronald. And and look, with the way this offense has gone of late, uh, having that happen in the first inning, it's like, oh, okay, well, it's it's fine. We'll get runs anyway to begin with. Right, uh, we'll right. get them somewhere. And we just couldn't keep the line moving. And that's okay. Uh, you know, one run is what beat them. And, uh, you know, and that's, and that's okay, too. And a, and a solo homer from Soto, who had not been very, who's not hit the ball very well, to be honest with you. Uh, he's, uh, you know, he hadn't been good, uh, you know, since this year started. So, uh, right. and even going into last year. So, uh, you know, it, it's it's all good. Uh, Ronald's going to be uh, what Ronald does best, and that's uh, aggressive. And uh, you know, he'd already stolen a base. Uh, right. He was just looking to looking to get him another one. Just being. Like you said, aggressive. I like that out of him. Um, oh yeah, yeah. He's he's uh, he's okay. It'll 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 be okay. You know, again, we just couldn't keep the line moving, and we had chances with guys at third. You know, uh, just get a pop fly somewhere, uh, and and you, you, we couldn't do that either. So that that's just one of those games, uh, and that's and and again, it's it's how it all started uh, in the first inning, and that's just typically how those kind of things work, and. Uh, you know, it, it's it's all good. It's all good. Did Hilliard steal a base in this game, or was that the game before? Um, he was on base. I believe this one was it. He was on base. He had two hits himself. Uh, okay. So, uh, so yeah, I believe uh, that uh, may have been it uh, as well. So, um, you know, again, uh, runners in scoring position, and I believe this was a stat we struggled with some last year too. Um, mm-hmm. until we went on that 14-game winning streak. Yes. Um, you know, we, we couldn't win extra inning games, and we couldn't get runners in scoring position home. And then we went right. on that 14-game winning streak, and all of a sudden, kaboom, it blew up, and we were able to do, <laughs> uh, do whatever. So, uh, you know, and, and 
in that regard, it's you know it's 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 okay. I I'll, I like this team. You know, uh, you know I I think I I, I do think Sam Hilliard's going to bump uh, you know Rosario probably uh, either to a DH spot um, when when it's a, a righty a righty going um, mm-hmm. and and who knows you may see him play more. I I just think the days of Marcel Ozuna are getting very uh, limited, uh, to be honest with you. Um, and they brought that up on the radio, too, so you know it's, it's got to well, be you know, a high possibility. Yeah, you, you know, look at uh, even the end of this game. We had a runner on base, uh, and, and Ozuna, what, struck out? Uh, mm. Struck out, too, so uh, I get that. But, um, you know, there are times – um, with Josh Hader throwing, uh, that you need to be patient uh, because he might walk you. You know, he turned around, mm-hmm. he walked Austin Riley, I believe, uh, right there at the end. And so Hader's one of those guys uh, that used to be like some of the Braves closers of old. Uh, <laughs> that's why Leo Mazzoni used to rock back and forth. He was so nervous. Um, and and that's the case, you know. You might load the bases, you might load the bases up, and then strike the next three guys out. Uh, mm-hmm. So, you know, hey, uh, you just never know what you're going to get. And you know, he walks Austin Riley, and then uh, we we can't do anything after that. So, um, Is he hear me? Are you there? Are you there? Yeah, there you are. Oh, sorry. There you are. Uh, oh, you're good. Yeah. Oh, uh, something must be wrong with my charging ability. That's why it went off. Okay, sorry. Uh, I, I just the days of Ozuna, I think, are numbered. Uh, yeah, I, I do too. You know, I, I, you don't want to release the guy because you're paying him this much, and I understand that. But um, you know, it's time to it's time to go. Uh, time to get him out. Uh, time to do whatever. Um, you know that ex- that that has gone by the wayside, and unfortunately, we're paying him for the next, you know, uh, this year and next year. Uh, so uh, I think the way Hilliard's played, I think Pilar the same thing. Uh, all of a sudden, uh, Marcel Ozuna, uh, we don't need him anymore. Hey, it could be worse. It could be the Mets paying Bobby Bonilla. Well, yeah, and. Um, Let's see. Um, you know the. I think the uh, the Reds are still paying Ken Griffey Jr. Uh, oh really? You know, there's a lot of yeah. There's a lot of those out there that you see that that um, uh, that that teams are still paying. But Bobby Bonilla kind of is the guy that gets the uh, you know gets not the brunt of it, but you know gets the the publicity out of it uh, mm-hmm. because of. And hey, look, that's just a smart move on his part. So. So yeah, um, and that uh, Bobby Bonilla day that comes around, you know, uh, what July one or something like that. I think it is. I, I so, think so. Yep. Ju- June or July one. Yep. Yep. Um, so, I, I I think if if the Braves could afford it, um, you know, buy him out of the contract and get him out. Uh, look, mm. there's going to be nobody. The problem with releasing him is. There's going to be no relief anywhere along the way for another team to pick him up 
and the Braves don't have to pick the whole salary up. They just have to pick up mm-hmm. some of it. Uh, there's going to be nobody out there that wants to pick him up. Uh, I think personally his days are probably done as a baseball player uh, if he doesn't get it together. Because, you know, they you look at trying to trade him. Well, the problem with trying to trade him is you're still going to be paying that salary, plus you're going to be paying the guy that's coming on board. So uh, right. I don't think, you know, at this present moment we need to – to trade for anybody, I think we're pretty good with what we got. Uh, right. And um, so, uh, if you got to sit him on the bench, he's an expensive bench player. Uh, but uh, you know, once a week maybe. Uh, but uh, but right now, I think with Hilliard, uh, Pilar, uh, you, you throw in Rosario. I, I think um, you you leave it at that and and. Uh, take uh, Marcelo Zuna and um, stuff him at the end of the bench, um, you know, and, and leave him there. Um, I use a football term. Uh, he could be the end guard and tackle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, he could, sit on the end he bench, could be. Guard the water buckle and bucket and tackle yeah. anybody gets near it. Yeah, he could Put be somewhere. Could. He could be somewhere else. And, you know, he's, he's kind of made his own bed in that regard with what he got in trouble with the last couple of years. And uh, mm-hmm. so, um, you know, it's just I, – I, he's just lost it. Uh, you know, back when they re-signed him, uh, after he'd had that great year, I was okay with that. I was glad that I was excited. Him. I, thought, I thought, you know, in that 60-game stretch we played uh, during COVID, I thought, wow, this is great. Uh, he's having a great year. Uh, let's go ahead and re-sign him. And unfortunately, uh, you know, at the time, hindsight's twenty twenty. You wish you hadn't have given him the four-year deal, but um, you know it worked out. But nobody's going to be knocking on his door come uh, a year from now, wanting to re-sign him. His career's mm-hmm. pretty much uh, done. And uh, to be honest with you, if he had any any uh, inkling he should if he had anything left to go to the minors go to the minors and get yourself back together uh, I, I, that's, personally I agree with that I would I, to save my career that's what I would do but you know yeah yeah well uh, get something that's more fun the brave series of the the, the Astros this weekend yeah the um, uh, good old Astros uh uh, come to town. It should be uh, a, a lot of fun. It should be. Uh, I can't wait. Uh, um, you know, I, I, I'm a little worried about playing the Padres because, um, you know, I, playing good teams, uh, we needed to have. Uh, we need to have good games. You know, we didn't play well against them the last time. We shouldn't be playing teams that aren't very good right now. Uh, so, uh, and the Padres are very good offensively. So uh, it was good to see two out of three and. Uh, so we welcome in the Astros, and uh, you know, um, let's let's see how we do uh, against them, and uh, then uh, we'll uh, get into the East, playing in the East in the division with the Marlins, uh, and uh, but uh, but yeah, let's and then and then we welcome in the Mets. So, uh, or actually, Mets. we go to actually actually we go to the Mets. Sorry. Um, okay. But uh, but regardless, uh, these. You know, series against Astros, then the Marlins, and then off we go uh, to uh, New York. Um, I know we we mentioned Bryce Elder's pitching tonight. Who's pitching for the, Who's pitching for the Astros? Is it Brown 
that's pitching for the Astros? Yeah. It's Brown. You ever think about him? Nope. I don't know anything about him, to be honest with you. Um, okay. Uh, Brown, Valdez, and um, um, Javier, the other, the, the three that are going for the for the Astros. Okay. Uh, We've seen they, both of them before, haven't we? The Braves have seen them so. before, haven't we? Yeah, pretty sure. Uh, you got Elder going tonight for the Braves. You got Kyle Wright going uh, uh, Saturday night, and you got Max Fried going on Sunday. So, you know, facing, uh, Astros facing the nice gauntlet of um, of pitchers, and you know, you got kind of three. You're going to see um, three, not three different pitchers. I think Freed and uh, you know, you're going to see three different styles. That's for sure. Elder's going to be. Uh, you know, kind of an off-speed, doesn't have that fantastic fastball. Kyle Wright on the right-handed side's got the fantastic fastball. Uh, Max Freed's going to, um, you know, got a good fastball. It's going to be facing the lefty. So, you're going to see three different styles, definitely, uh, for the Astros uh, this weekend. And, uh, you know, the good thing they do avoid Spencer Strider, uh, who's uh, got off to a great start. But uh, I think it's an important start tonight for Bryce Elder. Again, we put him in an important start. Just for his own self, um, oh, yeah. I think he's I think he's deserved to stay. Uh, but if you're him, he has to be looking over his shoulder at Soroka, who's down and you know in Gwinnett and is having and got off to a great start. So um, especially for not having pitched for the last couple of years, so I think mm-hmm. you got to be looking over your shoulder just a little bit, uh, thinking, okay, am I going to be sent down again? But I do think he deserves to be on that club. Uh, be on the big club roster, and, and if he goes out and pitches again, uh, another another good outing, and not not necessarily get a win, uh, even if he gets a loss and pitches well, uh, you know I, I think that could just cement his place there uh, within the uh, major leagues. Um, I forgot to do this earlier, but who who um, who impressed you in the series against the Padres? Um. I think certainly uh, the starting pitchers did, even though we lost. Uh, but I, I certainly think so. Uh, you know, Matt Olson, uh, another good series. Uh, but I think Kyle. I think Kyle was talking about Sam Hilliard uh, with mm-hmm. with another good series. Uh, I think that's that's a, a definitely a positive thing. You know, he had a, a two hits on uh, the eight one game and two hits uh, in. Uh, the uh, one nothing game, the bullpen certainly uh, was good as well. So uh, here's a lot of different things you can give out. But uh, offensively, I, I still go back to my starting pitching pitched well. Um, and I, I think uh, that and, – and the bullpen. I think you go pitching, they, they both looked pretty good. Uh, only giving up, um, what, one run um, in Tuesday night's game uh, mm-hmm. and only one run in Wednesday's game to a very, very good offensive team in the San Diego Padres. Uh, the, the Braves outscored them 10-2 this series. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I, I, I still think you go back to the starting pitching as being, the, being definitely the plus uh, to the whole thing. And, again, I think starting pitching is where we should be able to dominate this year. Mm-hmm. Um and even if you get guys that all of a sudden uh, tweak something here or there, uh, you've got a, an elder waiting there, you've got a Soroka waiting there, uh, you know, even if you have to – if we go to a six-man rotation, if you have to go back down to a five-man rotation, 
that's okay. Uh, it's, that's a good problem to have, by the way. Uh, mm-hmm. What we have, so. Um, what is what do you think the best matchup for the weekend's going to be, uh, pitching wise? Um, you know, I I don't even I, I I wish I knew everything about this. Um, you know about this Houston uh, lineup, uh, Houston uh, pitching staff, but uh, probably Saturday's matchup will be pretty good. Okay. That's what I was uh, with, thinking. Yeah, with uh, Wright and Valdez. Um, you know, I, I, I want to see a, the, the progression of Kyle Wright again. Um, mm-hmm. See, you know, see how far what he looks like again. I think what this his third start. Uh, so you want to see how far and where he goes. I think that'd be good. Max Freed, I think, on Sunday. Uh, same thing. Pitched very well coming back after his um, a little hamstring issue. Uh, so, you know, you want to see where he's going to go, uh, what his progression is. So he looked very well, by the way, uh, in his last start, that first one back mm-hmm. since he uh, pitched opening day. So uh, those are the two things you want to watch out for, you know, just want to keep an eye on. So, um, you know, everything looked good for both of them and has looked good for both of them. So uh, keep an eye on that. But I don't envy the Houston hitters having to go up uh, against what you would class, you know, go with three different styles of pitching. Uh, you know, it's not going to be one of those where you're going to get comfortable in the lineup. Let's put it that way. No, and you know they play in a dome, correct? They play in a. Uh, the Astros do, yeah, yeah, but they can they can open their dome. Uh, so, okay. Uh, yeah, but um, most of the time, let me just tell you, middle of the summer, uh, they're playing. Uh, with the dome closed and the air on, let's put it that mm-hmm. way. Uh, a couple of years ago, we from... were in Texas. Yeah, a couple of years ago, we were in Texas. We were in Dallas, as a matter of fact, because we went to see the Eagles. My son and I did. Uh, you know, about a year and a half ago, uh, mm-hmm. and so Dallas was the closest we could go see them. And so we ended up deciding to go to a game too. And it was hot that day. I mean, it was a hundred outside, and we walked inside, and it's like, oh my, it's nice in here. You know, it's cool. So. Yeah, it's different. You know, it's kind of like football. You know, it, it's different those teams that play outside uh, as opposed to those teams that play indoors. Uh, you know, you can control everything indoors. Um, you know, I, I pre- preferably like that outdoor variety. Um, you know, you got teams that in the playoffs that have to go play, you know, in cold places when they're used to playing indoors and it being mm-hmm. nice and controlled. So, uh, I think there's just an advantage, an advantage to that, uh, playing outdoors in all the environments. Uh, you're used to it. Uh, I think that's a disadvantage for those teams having to play in the domes. Are, I was going to say, are the Astros ready for the Georgia Southern heat? Well, you know, fortunately, they're coming through at a good time. Uh, I don't know about you. I don't know what the temperature is there, but uh, it's supposed to be cool here the next couple of weeks. Uh, oh, nice. You know, it's it's rainy. As we are recording this, it's rainy. It's 58. Uh, you know, it's been in the 80s, uh, but it's been a nice 80s. It's been cool. It hadn't been that humidity, which I know uh, the South is known for the humidity and stuff. So, um, you know, it's been nice, and and they're fortunately coming through Atlanta at a good time because uh, it's not hot, uh, and it's you know at least I know here it's cool, and it's going to be that away for the next few weeks. First rain we've nice. had, by the way, in a um, little over a week, uh, something like that. So, uh, and 
and then and just bringing cooler temperatures as well. Well, I've noticed if y'all get it, sooner or later we'll get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's uh it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna drive my allergies nuts over the next couple of weeks. So um, right, we're, already we're already getting been. in down here. Yeah, it already has been to, be, to begin with. So, um, but again, I, I I think there's just that that advantage of playing outdoors all the time as opposed to playing indoors. Uh, you know, I, I think uh, from just all kinds of standpoints, you're just so used to it uh, that that I think that gives you an advantage. Even if you go indoors and play in a dome, I still think it gives you an advantage because you're so used to that, to all those elements that you have to play in. Mm-hmm. And I think I it was cool. If I recall, I think it was cool in San Diego, too. Um, I think so. Uh, for, for what San Diego would be known as cool. You know, go to those places. Uh, you know, when I'm in, in Florida, you know, last time I was at Disney, and it was, it was um, right after Christmas, you know, and it's, uh, it, it's in the 50s. It, you know, it's cool. To them, it's sweatshirts sweatshirt and parkas, you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, but to me, it's like, oh, you know, 50, that's nothing, you know, I mean, that's nice. shorts. yeah, that's nice, so, uh, so San Diego, it looked like they were bundled up, and it was, you know, low 60s, uh, high 50s, and I'm like, uh, you know, that's, that's a still short sleeve shirt weather right there, baby. exactly, you know? exactly, <laughs> yeah, well, Jeremy, you got anything else before we get out of here? No, I'm good. Let's look for another. I apologize for not being on board uh, Tuesday, but uh, I um, uh, look for another I, I, good outing from from Bryce Elder tonight, uh, and then uh, let's see where we go from there. Get us started off on the right foot, and and um, so uh, it should be a, a good night. I can actually watch the entire game instead of only watching up to the sixth inning. Uh, so there we go. Um, and I listened to a lot of the game on. On uh, although I watched I watched some, but I listened to, to it as well. So, uh, but yeah, I can actually uh, watch uh, watch the game tonight. Which I don't know if that's a good thing for my wife or not. I have no idea. She's probably not thinking itself. But anyway, uh, I can. Speaking I of can watch. speaking of radio, what do you think of Darren O'Day and his sense of humor? Um, you know, I always thought guys that were. I, I think pitchers make the. the uh, uh, relief pitchers are quirky enough as it is. Uh, so uh, I think that um, pitchers always make the most interesting commentators anyway. Um, mm-hmm. um, oh, what's his name? Um, oh, the reliever. The He's been on Valley Sports. Um, um, oh, what? Gosh. Moreland? Yeah. Uh, yeah. What, Peter Moreland? Yeah. yeah, he's been on uh, Valley. He was he was has been with them the last couple of series, and um, yeah, I, I think pitchers give you the uh, relief pitchers especially give you the most unique view because they're the quirkiest that are out there. Okay, mm-hmm. um, and so Darren O'Day was always quirky anyway because he came with that sidearm. So uh, you know, gotta gotta love the 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 humor of a relief pitcher uh, because you never know. And, and look, those guys. If, if you don't, if you don't, when you hit a home run, if you don't acknowledge the relief, uh, the bullpen, uh, you know, they, they may, they may get you back at some point, you know, in some way. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so yeah, I, I, you know, these guys are quirky. I think they make the best announcers though. Um, so, have you, have you uh, ever heard his story of how he got the throwing sidearm? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Pretty cool. Yeah, you know, like Ricky Horton is a guy for the Cardinals uh, that's mm-hmm. uh, been in, been doing their games for, for several years. Uh, so uh, he was always kind of uh, uh, quirky. Uh, so I, I don't know. Those guys, they, they, I think they make the best. It's like catchers making great managers, you know, I think, mm-hmm. uh, because mm-hmm. they know how to call the game. Uh, they right. they are kind of the the, um, the the backbone there. They're they're catching the pitchers, I think. But uh, and I also saw I think um, Chris Medlin may be on board Valley Sports as well, doing some great games, so. in, maybe in the studio or something. So um, yeah. So I you know um, again I, I I think pitchers um, you know Paul Bird uh, he's working Valley Sports not this year because uh, his wife has had some health issues. Uh, so, uh, he's, he's pretty good. He, he said he was taking the year off to be with her. Uh, but, mm-hmm. but he's been pretty good the last uh, few years, uh, working TV games. So, yeah. I, I like the, I, I like their perspective from a former player as a radio or TV person. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I, I think they offer up, uh, a lot. Most of the time you'll see, you know, the play-by-play guy, uh, although Ricky Horton does play-by-play for the Cardinals, the play-by-play guy usually didn't play. Uh, you know, he's a guy that, that came up through the ranks and uh, the minors and moving up, uh, you know, onto the big club, but he never played. And then the color guy is usually a guy that played. Uh, some are good, some are not. Uh, so it just all depends. But, um, you know, I think Frank Coors turned out to be pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, back in the day, oddly enough, uh, on Braves TV, uh, when you had um, you had Skip Carey, you had Pete Van Weeren, Ernie Johnson, those guys, uh, you know, didn't play. Uh, then they had then they added Don Sutton, uh, who played. Uh, so uh, you know, it, it's um, you know, they they worked well together. And so sometimes you don't have to have a color guy that's never played, uh, but most of the time it certainly helps. Uh, when you do, just to get their perspective, because they got a lot of good stories to tell. Moreland was telling, telling a lot of good stories over that oh, yeah. San Diego series, including the part of um, he had, I think, somebody come up to him and, and uh, before the game and told him that he was glad he was out of the league because he didn't have to face him anymore because he never did anything <laughs> whenever he, he did. So, you know, those are the kind of stories you get to hear, and those are the fun ones to hear. Did Skip Carey call Georgia football at one point? Probably did. You know, it's like, um, um, you know, look at Eli Gold. Uh, Eli Gold's been around a long time. Uh, yes. He does NASCAR and he does Alabama football, you know. Uh, <laughs> so a lot of times you see those guys that, that um, uh, you know, that will get a chance uh, to do a lot of different things. Dick Enberg uh, did San Diego Padre baseball for a while, uh, you know, um, the guy so, they have now is pretty good. Yeah, I, I like the guys. You know, I, I get a chance not only to listen uh, but to watch. So um, when I can listen to guys, uh, I loved listening to Vince Scully. You know, Vince Scully did a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you look back, uh, Jack Buck was a guy. You know, in Cardinal Country, uh, Jack Buck was was a voice that was heard uh, throughout many uh, throughout many things. Just because he did. Uh, if, if you remember Kurt Gibson when he hit the home run, uh, mm-hmm. that was Jack Buck on the call. I can't believe what I just saw. Uh, you know, um, so uh, guys like that, um, that, that uh, Al Michaels, another guy who's uh, 
was for me was the voice uh, along with um, uh, Vince Scully, um, mm -hmm. Bob Costas. Those guys were the voices I grew up with. But Al Michaels was Monday Night Baseball on ABC. Um, and so that's what I watched. Uh, and uh, on Saturday afternoon, it was Vince Scully and Joe Gargiola, uh, those uh, Sunday afternoon baseball. Uh, but, you know, those guys have made some iconic calls. And, and um, you know, those are the things that you, that you want to, as a radio guy, uh, to be remembered for, you know, our, we talk about Murray State basketball and Neil Bradley's retiring, you know, had that, the, the number of iconic calls that he has made through the oh, years, yeah. um, you know, it's, those are the kind of things, uh, you know, Al Michaels was on the call of the, when the, um, um, when the Olympic hockey team uh, beat the Russians. And that was only, mm -hmm. that was, they still had the gold medal game to go, uh, you know, do you <laughs> believe in miracles? That was Al Michaels making that call. Um, so, oh wow! Yeah, those are the things that uh, you know. Growing up, that's that's what I wanted to be, uh, and I really loved Vince Scully. Uh, even though there are some, and you ask my broadcast partner, and he'll tell you how boring Vince Scully was. Uh, but I really loved Vince Scully because Vince Scully, you if you sit there and close like you, John, you know you're you're not watching a whole lot, you're listening to it. But Vince Scully, even when he's on TV. Uh, he he's telling you what everything that's going on, uh, mm -hmm. and I mean that's that's what I wanted to be growing up was that guy, you know, just to be able to paint that picture and and show you uh, what it was that was going on out on out on the world because you know when I was growing up you didn't see uh, Major League Baseball from you know either Los Angeles or uh, you know you only got to see it through the eyes of Ben Scully or something like that so. So, well, yeah, I think you've done you know, a pretty good job at that. Uh, I, well, every time, you know, every I, chance I get to listen to you, I'll, I'll listen to you. Well, I appreciate that, and uh, that's um, you know thirty. You know, Neil. I think when when Neil retires from racing basketball, he's been in it thirty-two years, I think. But he mm -hmm. actually did high school stuff before that. So, um, so Neil's been in it about as long as I have. Um, and 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 as far as you know, people have asked, well, you don't want to do Murray State sports, no. Uh, not really because of all the travel you have to do. Uh, yeah. You know, I'll leave that up to the to the big boys. But but as, as anything that you learn over the course of your time, when the guy retires, um, mm -hmm. I, I don't want to be the guy that follows the guy that's been there for a long time. Uh, no, because that's, that's it, a big shoe to fill. But I would not want to would have wanted to have been the guy following somebody like Vin Scully, um, mm -hmm. somebody like uh, Harry Carey. Uh, mm -hmm. You know. I would not want to be that guy, uh, and that's another voice, Harry Carey. Uh, I would not want to be that guy to follow them. You know, uh, I, for St. Louis, uh, Jack Buck and Mike Shannon, who just recently retired too, those guys had already people in place, uh, voices mm -hmm. that you heard, because they had slowed down traveling, things like that. So they already had voices there. So it wasn't going to be hard to replace those guys, even though it was going to be. Uh, so that's what I would rather have is, you know, I'm a voice that you already hear. It's going to be tough. To, it's tough to replace those guys. And, and for the Braves, you know, I still even go back to the, the Skip Carey days, the Pete Van Weeren, mm -hmm. the, the Ernie Johnson, you know, Don Sutton, you know, I, I, even Joe Simpson. You know, I go back to those guys and even, um, you know, um, I go back uh, with those guys, and those are the guys that I loved 
loved, loved, loved uh, listening to. Even Yankee uh, John Sterling was a Braves announcer for a while. Really? Uh, so, yes. Uh, I did not know that. Kind of where, you know, he ended up in Atlanta for a couple of years and then moved on. But, yeah, John Sterling was a Brave announcer for a while on TV and radio. Those guys, what they would do is they do TV and radio. Uh, so, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if, if, if Chip, if Skip Carey and, and Pete Van Warren started on TV, middle innings, they went to radio. Uh, right. And then the other two guys came over. So they don't do that much anymore. Uh, so it confused uh, but, me when they stopped doing that, it confused me. I was like, what's going on? Yeah. Why are they staying? So, you know, they don't do that anymore because, um, you know, TV and, and radio rights are kind of separate, uh, mm-hmm. you know, separate things. But um, so uh, Jack Buck and Mike Shannon, those guys never did that. Um, so they they pretty much would they, – they might – somebody might come in and, and take the middle innings and they take the middle innings off. Uh, but mm-hmm. even as later in their careers, they stopped doing that too. So, um, But anyway, yeah. those are the – it's the, old, the iconic voices you grow up with and – um, that's that's for me. That's what I had grown up with with those guys, and that's what I always wanted to be. And and I hope that I have lived up to that at least uh, in some I way. Think, I think you have. Um, you know, just you know, people think, well, you know, you don't, you don't. People aren't listening. You're you're doing a small high school in in Kentucky, and, and you know that's not why I do it. I, I do it because I have fun uh, mm-hmm. and um, love covering the kids and and everything. So. Uh, yes. And then I you get this random my, person in the middle of Georgia to listen to you. Yeah, that's you get that random person in the middle of Georgia. Uh, yeah, I don't know that we've had random people in the middle of Georgia. Uh, you know, so. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, you. Uh, I'd, I'd love my shot, my one shot for for one baseball game. Uh, but that's about it. Uh, you know, even that's a, a travel time. So uh, I'm I'm good with what I've done, and we just spent the last uh, what 15 minutes. Um, you know, mm-hmm. talking about uh, random Radio. stuff, didn't we? <laughs> um, I, I do have one more question. What do you think of Skip, or Chip Carey being with the Cardinals? Have we talked about this? You know, yeah, you know, no, we have not. Um, so, you know, there's connections with Harry, with, with grandfather and Harry uh, mm-hmm. and, and wanting to go back. You know, Chip uh, spent his time in Chicago, uh, which is where Harry was. Right. Uh, you know, and then um, uh, kind of, I guess, um, got booted out there. Uh, I don't know what happened, uh, but you know, came to Atlanta, uh, where his dad was, uh, which I, I think was great. Hey, look, I, I got no problem with uh, with that. I, I just thought I, I didn't I didn't understand the move to be honest with you. Um, mm-hmm. He had been with Atlanta for such a long time, and uh, I didn't get it. Uh, but um, unfortunately, Dan McLaughlin. Uh, with the situations that he was going to, uh, he re- resigned and and they had an opening and he took it. So uh, mm-hmm. no doubt about Cardinal Nation is great that their fans are great. Uh, they they do love their baseball. So he will be loved just like everybody else that has been there uh, before. It'll take him a few years to get uh, himself acclimated there. But um, I had a chance to listen to him. Uh, I can't one of the I don't remember when it was. Uh, but, um, but yeah, he'll, he'll be fine. Uh, we're, we're doing okay. And, uh, we'll, um, uh, we'll, we'll make it through. Brandon Gaudin is, uh, is, is doing well at, uh, on the TV side of things, working well with Moreland and, and, uh, Frank Coor and, uh, he'll be uh, just fine. 
it's it's different, but it's you know again it's it's just fine. So I know guys, I know we're going long, but I I, I just I'm got stories to tell. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it feels weird to hear his voice on TV for the Braves because when I knew him, he was a the voice of Georgia Tech. Right. And right. he called the miracle on Techwood Drive. The block oh, kick, okay. returned it for a touchdown. Yeah, yeah. He called that. And I can quote that because at the time I was a Georgia Tech fan because I had followed three kids who they went to a high school that I uh, was close to. And right. they went to Georgia Tech, all three of them. So I followed them yeah. there. So, right. so I, I, I remember that play. So that's yeah. the play I know him for. Right. Well, and, and, and again, uh, as, I, as I've told you, um, you know, when I, when I would listen to Vince Scully and later in his career I got to listen to him just because of uh, the baseball package and being able to watch L.A. games. Um, mm-hmm. same, with, same with Dick Enberg when he did Padre games for a while. Um, you remember those iconic calls, and that's what mm-hmm. they're known for. So, um, you know, it's hard to see them in any other light other than making those uh, making those calls. Uh, so uh, if you even go back in Vince Gully's career, uh, Vince Gully, I believe, goes even back to the Masters um, and, oh, wow. and covering there. So, I mean, he goes back a long, 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 long way, uh, and, and you, you hear a lot of iconic calls. I'd, I'd like to say that maybe I've had a few over the years um, that, that people might remember. Um, you know, my memory is not as good as it was. I can remember a few games uh, here or there, but uh, I, I can remember, uh, you know, we start looking at scores and I can, I can tell you, uh, you know, the, the games and, and um, that the, you know, people that might've been listening or whatever. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I can tell you, but, but yeah, that, that, that's me when I see my, my guys like Bob Costas and Vince Scully and Joe, you know, those guys, uh, it's, it's odd to see them, uh, you know, doing other things, um, you know, just Jesus. remembering back what they had actually done in years past. Before we get too far into the weeds, let's, let's go ahead and close this up. Yeah. Um, yeah. You, uh, you can follow us on all social media. Well, social medias. The show is at Ethos Braves on Twitter. I am at F3 Motley Crew. Kyle, I can never remember his. I think it's KY15, um, yeah. something like similar to that. Yeah. Um, and then, Jeremy, you're on Facebook? Yeah, just plain old Facebook. That's me, Jeremy no. Bell. No Facebook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not Facebook. <laughs> 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 um, you can follow the show on any listening platform you prefer. Spotify, I, Apple, Stitcher, somewhere. Um, oh, so that have no choice. I'm sure there's plenty of platform, platforms. And we appreciate you listening to our ramblings here. And um, we'll be back next week. As always, go Braves. Go Braves.